The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. And now, this week's sermon is from our beloved... The Savior of the Weed. CannabisRadio.com presents the Stoner Jesus Show. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. I give it to go, King. I've created very few things outright in my life. That's one of them. That's my shit. I'm not going to have it run into the ground by a bunch of whiny fucking dickweed. I got coronavirus from snorting liquefied fucking bad brains. The Stoner Jesus Show. Ah, fuck yeah. What's up, everybody? Stoner Jesus Show Live, Chapter 5, Verse 18. We're live, as you can see, if you're watching the video show. If you're watching it live, you also know. Fridays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Every Friday, we do a live. Energy to show, unless I'm busy, then I'm not doing it then. But most Fridays, I'll be here 10 p.m. Yeah, my eyes are fucking red. Look at that shit. I wonder what I've been doing. You could be stoned or crying about my pathetic life. You decide at home. Maybe I'll fill the poll on Twitter later. Sternjesus420 at gmail.com. If you want to email the show, you call in live also right now if you want to chat with me. Bullhead with me or fucking whatever. Tell me I'm a fucking dickhead. Anything goes. Video link. There's a little StreamYard duck. Stern Jesus 420 on Twitter if you're watching live. You'll find a little duck with the headphones. Click it. You'll be on the show. It's that easy. If you want to join our group of hardcore fans of the show, search Disciples of Stern Jesus on Facebook. And of course, anything else you want to do about the show. Social media links, sponsor banner. If you have a new sponsor tonight, I don't get the banner up yet, but I will. After the show, I try to remember. I was slammed. Not in a good way. Leading up to the show, time-wise. So, I don't have the banner up yet. We'll talk about our new sponsor. Anyway, you find all those banners at SternJesus.net. Past episodes, social media links, audio podcast links, live links for the video. SternJesus.net. Everything. If I disappear from social media somewhere, go to sternjesus.net. I'll still be there. Unless I get thrown off there. And, well, then there's only so much I can do. I mean, really. I'm going to try my best. And here we are. Tonight, a couple big interviews. The name of the show, the episode is Infamous. We've got a couple of infamous people on the show tonight. Kendra Sunderland. It's her third time on the show, I believe. Uh, the infamous library girl. Let me remember her, and uh, since then she's just gone on to all kinds of shit. We talk about what she's up to. She also got a chance to meet Bob Saget a few weeks before he died. She was on a music video shoot with him. We talked about that as well. I also have an interview with Vince Russo. If you don't know Vince, he was the head writer for WWE during the Attitude Era. He also wrote for WCW during a 
less auspicious era. And he wrote for TNA as well. He was also on air a lot. Uh, he's got a new channel, Attitude.com, up and running, free speech, etc. We talked about all kinds of stuff. He even asked me about the origin of Stoner Jesus, which is a story I'm glad to tell anytime anyone asks me about it. So I did. So if you want to hear that, that's also my interview with Vince Russo as well. All of that is coming up. But first, uh, I do have a story, but I also have one of a few coupon codes that I have for you tonight. This one's Silk City Hot Sauce. They just came out with another flavor. They have like 57,248 flavors, roughly. Don't quote me on that exactly, but I think it's pretty damn close. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use code SJ15. They get 15% off and a free bottle of sauce. Code SJ15. 15% off and a free bottle of sauce. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Go check them out because they're awesome. And uh, I make money if you buy it with that coupon code as well, which is also awesome. So help with the awesomeness. Go check it out. You put up a little, uh, little crawl to let people know about calling in. There's the info right there. Go find the StreamYard link on Twitter. Before we get to the interviews and the coupon codes and the commercial, the live reads for the sponsors and all that stuff, we're going to go a little old school. There's some things that stay funny throughout time. And I believe this is one of them. It's from HuffPost.com. TV weatherman appears to fart on air. And Twitter users think it's a gas. Now that's that's a bit heavy-handed. That that, that I mean, I guess there's a, a their readership thinks that's just you know that's really clever. That just seems gratuitous, like overkill. Anyway, I'm not here to critique HuffPost. I'm here to talk about this story. I play the video. A TV weatherman in Louisville, Kentucky, is going viral for the type of wind not usually featured in his reports. Last week, WDRB meteorologist Mark Weinberg was reporting on a cold front in the Midwest when he paused and seemed to fart during the broadcast, complete with a slight spring in his step. And that's funny. If you were at home, sniffed out Weinberg's alleged emission and unleashed it on the world. In HuffPost's defense, they're known for this. Just the constant punnage. Just beating the fuck out of you with the punnage. Metric punnage, if you will. Though the viewer misidentified him in a caption on the clip as fellow WDRB weatherman Jude Redfield. The video went viral after it was shared by another member of the Louisville media, sports radio host Matt Jones. Oh, this air is. It's 8 in Des Moines, Iowa. The temperature dropped. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, I don't want to be cynical or jaded and just question everything I see now on TV or on the internet, especially. But that seemed really fake. I mean, he does everything possible short of saying, hey, I just farted to draw attention to what he's doing. I'm trying to zoom in a little bit, make it a little bigger. There we go. This air is. He pauses. 
It's eight into one. And hour. jerks and like the does a, a fucking thing and I mean I don't know. I don't know if there was a follow up to this to where uh, it seemed maybe fake's not the word. It seemed purposeful. I I, I don't know the way to put it. I mean, it's not it's something like that you would want to just not draw attention to. But he does everything, like I said, everything possible to draw attention to it. I, I don't know. I don't know. It seems, I mean, it says it seems like he did it on purpose. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? A weatherman could do so many other things to go viral. I don't know. Maybe he lost a bet. He lost a bet with one of his frat buddies from college. His meteorologist frat buddies. And uh, they said, look, you know, to pay your debt, you got to fart live on the air during your, your report. <laughs> that would be fucked up. It would be fucked up for someone to do to you, but it would also be fucked up for you to make that bet. That you have to fart on air. Because he stops. He looks. He goes. Like he's having a fucking seizure. That's. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too cynical. Maybe that's my problem. Anyway, I say away from that to our new sponsor. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're super excited about what they're following. Christ, Hemp Lord. That's right. Don't have their banner up yet. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's NerdJesus.net, but I will ASAP. Hopefully I'll remember it when the show ends because I can't do it now during the show because I'm doing a show. Hemp Lord, where they have hemp products, all kinds of hemp products, CBD, let's see, uh, flower gummies, uh, pet products, <clears throat> excuse me, sports nutrition products, tinctures, topicals, weight loss products, just a ton, a ton of products. Let's let's do a little sample. Let's go to CBD. Like, click it. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> Nothing happened for a second. What the fuck is going on? Um, Pre-rolls. Beef-flavored pet CBD. Hmm. Tinctures. Uh, sunblock lotion. Just, I mean, I, like I said, there's just so many. I could go uh, uh, on and on, but I'm not going to. When the banner is on the... When the banner is up at SternJesus.net, you click that. Until then, go to TrueHempLord.com. TrueHempLord.com. Brand new sponsor of the show. Thank you, TrueHempLord. You're awesome. Next up. If you like lingerie? Maybe you do. Maybe you want to buy it for someone else. Maybe you want to buy it for yourself. I know my audience on here skews a bit. Male, but males wear lingerie too. It's 2022. You're going through COVID for a fucking uh, two years. If you want to wear a, a fucking some a teddy and some heels, go for it. The fuck? What are we waiting for? Could be the end of the world any day now. Put on some fucking lingerie. Although I will say, not to discriminate, the ladies on here look better than uh, you would probably. And these clothes. But it's not about that. Maybe you buy it for your partner. Maybe you buy it for yourself to surprise your partner. I don't know. I don't care. 
I don't care why you buy things. Just go do it. Because they're an awesome sponsor of the show, Lashes and Lace. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. See, I didn't pull up the fucking thing. God, there. Now this seems like I'm not some weirdo rambling on about lingerie. I actually have a purpose. <laughs> that there's an actual website <laughs> that sponsors this show. This sells lingerie. Lashes and Lace, you see it right there. I'm not crazy. I said, get a perfect gift. Valentine's Day is coming up. There's so many reasons. They have robes, bodysuits, panties. What's this word? Chemises? Is that right? Chemises? Am I saying that right? I'm not a lingerie expert. I never said I was. I've never purported to be a lingerie expert. I don't need to be. I know if my significant other wants some lingerie, I can go to Lashes and Lace and get it. That's all I need to know, really. So stop badgering me. How are your accusations? I don't know what to buy as a gift. Yes, I do. I know what I'm doing. I'm smart. Not dumb like everybody says. I'm smart. I know a lot of you youngsters out there, you have no fucking idea what movie that's from. That's fine. I mentioned promo codes earlier. Bam. Nextbardo.com. Use promo code STONERJESUS. That's all one word, STONERJESUS. To get 10% off of nextbardo.com. What's at nextbardo.com? I can sit here for 20 minutes and tell you products from Nextbardo and still not getting anywhere, anywhere near the end. Free U.S. shipping when you spend $25 or more on water pipes, hand pipes, dugouts. Oh, come on. It was delayed. Grinders, nectar collectors, dabbing supplies, rolling papers and supplies, storage, pouches and cases, accessories, and more. Anything you want from a head shop online, you can get at Next Bardo. And you get the added bonus of using promo code STONERJESUS to get 10% off at nextbardo.com. There's some of the new stuff they got in. Everything from bongs to socks. This is a utility tool and pipe cleaner. Look at that. It's like a Swiss Army knife for your bowls and your bongs and your beers. Just look at all. They got all kinds of clearance stuff. Just uh, that's that's a that's a, a, a cup. It's a, co- a coffee cup, a coffee mug, and uh, what you can smoke out of. It's wearing a bikini. I don't want to say there's literally nothing you can't get at Next Bardo, but I mean it's damn close. Look, I'm just scrolling. This is more stuff, and this is just like the stuff they put on the front page. There's hundreds of products. Besides that, you can search by brand as well. If you like a certain brand, just I don't. It's too much. It's too much. It's overload. It's overload. Use promo code STERNJESUS to get ten percent off at nextbardo.com. Bam! There you go. Got more another promo code to come later on. But first, into my interview, library girl Kendra Sunderland. And I have that, which I'm pulling up right now. Nope, that's not what I need. <laughs> I really need like a director or a producer for this show. That's not it either. I'm hitting, I'm sitting in the wrong shit. There we go. I mean, just holy crap, man. Like I said, we talked about her career, what's been going on, what she's got coming up. Uh, she going down during COVID. Also, as I said, a few weeks before Bob Saget died, she was on a video music shoot, a music video shoot with him. So we talked about that as well. 
KS Library Girl on Twitter, Kendra Sunderland, the vaunted Stoner Jesus Show interview. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show live on the video chat. We have a return guest, Kendra Sunderland, of course, the infamous uh, library girl, adult star, adult mm-hmm. legend. I be, I feel so bold as to say that, and I will. Mm-hmm. If, you know, I don't know who the arbiter of that is, but I'll go ahead and say it anyway. Uh, we tried a couple weeks ago to get Kendra on, and my internet was just absolutely horrible. It just went to shit, and I tried to restart everything. I was never able to come back, and it was just it was a whole clusterfuck, if you will. But fingers crossed, it's going to work this time. Kendra, mm-hmm. thanks for coming back, and welcome back to the show. Fingers crossed. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. Um, so it's been a couple of years since we saw you on the show. Uh, what have you been up to? What can people like? What kind of projects you've been in? What can people see you in? All that stuff. Uh, yeah. So I've just been working on um, my little projects. I did a third edition of my calendar, um, which was like the lingerie issue this year. So I had a lot of fun doing that, and I always enjoy planning that. Um, I have my magazine, SMD Magazine. Um, it's about sex, money, and drugs. And I have, like, hard copies now. So you can, like, purchase, like, an actual magazine I'm really proud of. Um, and, yeah, I'm just trying to work on my mental health and stay afloat. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> feedback you get for that kind of stuff, like calendars and, like, a hard copy magazine. Seems like something that's, you know, it's been around a long time. Is that something that, that people still are interested in? Yeah, I um I really enjoy it because I enjoy like a tangible like something I can hold in my hands and be like, wow, I created this. That's why I love doing the magazine and why I love doing the calendars because there's something about planning it in my head and then seeing it in my actual hands that is so satisfying and I just really enjoy it like creating and my magazine is something where there's no rules. Like I can write whatever I want. I can take pictures of whatever I want. Like a giant pile of like fake cocaine. It wasn't real, but I just thought it was really cool that like I could let my creative juices flow in that way and not be afraid. Like, oh, is this too much for like my OnlyFans or stuff like that? Because with SMD Magazine, like nothing is too much. So that's what I love about that. And that's cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So obviously the adult industry, even before COVID was a place that had a lot of safeguards, a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff, uh, a lot of precautions. Uh, what's it been like in the last couple of years? Oh man, I think that um, we took a good six months, if not more, completely off. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have to get COVID tested 24 hours before each shoot unless you are vaccinated. Um, But I think it's still important to get tested regularly because vaccinated people can still carry COVID and give it to unvaccinated people. Um, I actually haven't shot in like three months, maybe. I've been taking a break. Um, So I'm sure like all the protocols are still the same, but they're very, very cautious with that. And um, all the crew wears masks and they're just very, browsers at least, I can only speak for them because I am contracted to them, but they are very, very cautious about um, COVID and taking the right precautions to make sure that everyone on set feels safe. Okay, cool. So Mm -hmm. uh, obviously you love weed, we love weed. you any uh, any kind of strains that you've tried recently you like to recommend to people or anything like that? Um, I don't. I I don't really like smoke like 
just regular weed strains like that. Like I like Jeter's, which are these pre-roll joints uh, that are dipped in oil and keef. I believe they're only available in California. Um, other than that, I've just been smoking Seth Rogen's weed, which is uh, called Houseplant. That's his company. Um, but I actually haven't smoked in like a week. So, or not a week, <laughs> a month, pretty much. And I'm dying. <laughs> I want to smoke so bad. <laughs> Is there a specific reason for that or just, you know? Yeah, I'm getting surgery next week and it's just important for the surgery to go well that your, I guess the smoke affects your blood vessels or your veins and stuff and thins your blood. I don't know because I can eat edibles, but I can't smoke, okay. but I just miss the act of smoking so much. I'm definitely very addicted to smoking and um it's honestly, it's not too bad. Like I don't go every day like wishing I could smoke, but there's definitely times where I'm like, damn, I really wish I could just smoke right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, yeah, uh, I was actually supposed to get surgery yesterday, but my doctor had COVID. So now I have oh, wow. to wait until the 31st. So yeah, I would have been out for the count if it happened yesterday. But yeah, my doctor got COVID just like everybody else. So well, obviously, good luck with that. Thank uh, you. <laughs> of course. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show uh, recently, uh, comedian Bob Saget passed away. Uh, obvious mm -hmm. legend. People know him, obviously, from from America's Home Funniest Home Videos and Full House and the Full House franchise and all that stuff. If you have not done so, if out there listening, go check out his stand-up on YouTube or whatever. It's just absolutely brilliant. And if you don't know him from his stand-up or know any of his stand-up, it'll come as quite a... Uh, quite a revelation yes. but um a couple weeks ago i guess it was uh, it's been a little while ago now that you tweeted out this uh picture on twitter uh you're in a video shoot with bob saget uh yeah. not long before he died um what was the video shoot for and how'd you get involved with it uh laney of course set it up love laney um it was just a music video shoot uh for the rapper designer and also um a DJ called Slushy Music was on it. And there's one other person, oh, DJ Who Kid also was a producer on it. And the idea was that the song is called Baking. It's about like getting bread, getting money. And the idea is that Bob Saget thinks it's about cooking bacon. So he's in the kitchen cooking bacon and like the song's going. And I was just there to look pretty, but I was so happy. I was just like mixing a bowl and like, you know, chilling. And I, I went up to him and I didn't want to be weird, but I just thought it was so funny that I was like rushing to get ready. And they were like, yeah, can you like be 15 minutes early? And I'm still doing my hair. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Like I'll try my best. I'm literally rushing out the door so that Bob Saget isn't waiting on me. And I was like, what is my life right now? Like I never thought I would be rushing out my door so that Bob Saget is not waiting on me. And I just thought that was so crazy, like where my life has come. And I sent my family a picture with him. Like, of course I went up to him and I was like, hey, how are you doing? Like trying to make sure that, you know, I view him as a real person instead of just going and being like, can I have a picture? So I like kind of talked to him for a bit and was lucky enough to do that. And I got this amazing picture. And I just remember talking to him and like, we were talking about TikTok and he was just like, yeah, I'm on TikTok, but you know, Gen Z is so mean with their comments. And I was like, what? Don't listen to Gen Z. They don't know you. They weren't around for AFV or freaking full house like they don't know you don't listen to them bob i was like don't listen to gen z bob you do you and you keep making those tiktoks and then like two weeks later he died it's so sad just an absolute legend 
Yeah, it makes me really sad. I just kind of realize, you know, the older I get, the more of my childhood legends are going to die. And I just kind of have to deal with it. But it's really sad. I know the whole world is very sad about it. And um, he's just such a legend. And I can't believe it. He was so fine and healthy when I saw him, at least from what I could see. He seemed totally normal. Yeah. So it was a really big shock. I was really, really shocked. And, like, I didn't believe it. Definitely a sad thing. But, uh, yeah. You know, something to say, like for, you know, the life you live, being able to meet people like that, it's really an incredible thing. Oh, I am so lucky. That's probably one of my favorite things about fame. <laughs> the little fame that I have is that I can use it to meet famous people or, yeah, get free things. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> it's worth it in the end. Um, so what do you got coming up, Kendra? What's some of the things you're going to be up to in the next few months? Well, you know, I'm just trying to get back into work. Um shooting for myself i love to shoot for my website and come up with concepts for scenes um i've taken a, a long time off i'm going to take a couple more months off probably through february um and i'm just excited to get back into work and i miss uh my browsers family i miss shooting i miss the checks <laughs> i miss everything <laughs> um so uh, after you're done with your surgery and you are able to smoke or whatnot, what's your, uh, do you have any kind of like big blowouts uh, as it were planned or? No, I think I got to wait like three or four weeks even afterwards. Uh, the longer I wait, I just know the better my results are going to be. So I'm going to try my hardest to make it um, a couple weeks afterwards. It just sucks because I actually won this vase from Seth Rogen um, from his Hilarity for Charity um event i bid on this vase ten thousand dollars and i thought somebody would outbid me i'm like he's famous wow. you know he's got famous friends that are gonna bid on this vase you know i just took a shot in the dark and the beginning bid was ten thousand so i placed it and then the next day i got this email saying that i won and i was like okay thank god i have more than ten thousand dollars in my bank account because that was crazy and i won this vase made by seth rogan and i hit him up because i've talk to him here and there in the dms just letting him know that pineapple express is my favorite movie of all time i'm sure i've told him dozens of times and um you know he gave me some of his houseplant weed when it came out and so i was like hey could we meet in person you know could i you know meet you in person to get this face and um he said yes so i was like okay um, but it hasn't happened yet but he let me know that he was um filling the vase with weed and so I was like, oh, shit, I should probably wait until I could smoke again. So I'm probably going to wait a couple of weeks. But um, whenever that happens, that'll probably be my first time smoking again. It's going to be his weed out of my now vase that I'm, like, going to put a glass box around and not allow anyone to touch because it is my most prized possession at this point. But, yeah, I think that I'll definitely hopefully get to smoke with him. I'll offer it, like we should smoke together or something, but I'm really excited about that. So I think I'm going to wait until that to really get back into smoking. <laughs> nice. Well, again, good luck with her surgery, Kendra. Oh, thank, thank you for coming back and going, waiting through all the technical issues and all that bullshit. This time it went well. So that's all. Of course. All. Yeah. There's no, no fuck ups. Oh cool. yeah. And uh, of course, anytime you got something to talk about, you want to come back, just let us know. We'll be here. We're happy, happy to have you back. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Kendra. Have a good night. You too. The Stoner Jesus Show.
on CannabisRadio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Bear Savon speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, lady, marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show on the video chat. We have the man himself, Vince Russo, Russo'sBrand.com, Channel Attitude. We're going to talk about all of that. Vince, thanks for taking the time to come on the show, man. Stoner Jesus. 
That's me. Uh, you're wearing a hat that's got a double, uh, what do they call it? A double, a double entendre, double entendre. Now, have you thought about that? Because you're wearing a hat that's sporting the word dope. That's right. So now I don't know if people even know the term dope, but I guess when you and I were teenagers, it was called dope. I don't even know if it's called dope anymore, but people may think you're referring to yourself as a dope. Have you have you thought about that before wearing a hat, bro? That is very true. What I can say to that is that I am reclaiming the word because nowadays, at least, well, when I was growing up and when I was a teenager, it came to mean more that you are dope as in you are awesome that's what i'm going for if people oh, okay but it's, so, so it's got three means now it's got dope right. so it's got the drug reference bro dope was a great great drug reference nobody uses that anymore so you got dope you got dope I i'm over i'm dope and then you got dope i'm a dope so that it actually has three meanings exactly and as long as they're watching, I don't care what they think it is. I, you know what, bro? That is brilliant because I immediately was drawn to the hat and it, it got my mind going, bro. So I think that's brilliant. And I also love, you know, the leaves and just the whole the whole presentation. I love everything. I love the background. I, I love everything you got going there, bro. That's right. I, I am the man when it comes to all of this. Yes. All from Amazon, go. too. Thank you, Amazon. Shout out. <laughs> Vince, um, I mentioned channel attitude, and obviously people watching can see the pertinent information scrolling along the bottom. That's awesome. Why channel attitude right now? Why did you launch the channel? Ah, bro, because I was just seeing so many people get canceled and so many people getting thrown off social media and so many people getting check marks and so many people getting shadow banned. So I, I don't think, uh, you know, Stoner, I don't think a lot of people really understand the investment I made in channel attitude, bro. It was a lot of money. It really was, but it was very important for me to build a platform where everybody can come speak. You know, you don't have to worry about what you say and being canceled and having an opinion. You don't have to worry about that. And bro, I don't give a crap if you're on the left or you're on the right or who you vote for. I don't give a crap about any of that. I, I, I bro, my, my, my pet peeve, bro, is, and, and I'm sure it's yours too, bro. I'm a grown ass adult. Don't, don't tell me what to do. Don't, don't, don't tell me what to watch, what to cancel, who to vote for, what vaccines. I, I got a mind of my own. I don't need anybody telling me what to do. That's my biggest pet peeve. And when, when you when you try to tell me what, what to do, bro, it's going to turn me off. Because we, we were all born. You know, you're Jesus. You created us all individually. We all have a working mind and a working brain. We can all make our own decisions. People that think, bro, they are they are so important that they got to tell other people what to do because people can, those people piss me off, bro. So that's why Channel Attitude is, bro, you can come on Channel Attitude. We're going to create a bunch of shows. You're going to have the freedom to discuss whatever you want to discuss. Yeah, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people nowadays that are ready, more than ready, to give up their choice in a lot of different areas, whether they give it to the government or someone else. They just want to be told what to do. What should I wear on my face? What should I put in my body? 
what do I got going on? And those people were very vocal, unfortunately. Bro, the only reason why why a cancel culture had any legs whatsoever is because people started apologizing for nothing. Nothing. Bro, give me a break. Again, bro, we're adults. If we did something we need to apologize for, we know it and will apologize. But but to apologize because somebody is making you apologize and you better apologize or else, that, that's how cancel culture got a footing. Yeah, the fear. I've lived for over 10 years in fear of losing my Twitter account. Everything I tweet, I think of myself, especially nowadays, is this what's going to get me thrown off and lose, Absolutely. That, lose that platform? And that, that, bro, I, I'm the same way whenever I'm on social media. That's why, man, when I'm on you know, channel attitude, Russo's brand. I say whatever I want to say. That's, you know, people, you know, why are you on a paid, uh, behind a paid wall? That's why I'm behind a paid wall. I'm not going to waste my time doing this. If I have to edit myself, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'll, I'll go find another job. If I can't come on here and say what I want to say, I'm not going to do it. Absolutely. So let's get into the specifics about channel attitude. Uh, somebody subscribes to channel attitude.com. What are they going to find there as far as shows? Well, bro, here's what happened. I launched Channel Attitude, bro, and then, you know, we got hacked. You know, somebody, so, I guess somebody was against the freedom of speech. So I had to go through an entire rebuild, which I'm, I'm still going through. I mean, the site right now is still in beta, um, but by the end of the month, we should be running full force. Uh, right now, I only have two shows on Channel Attitude because of that. I've got uh, I've got a Batman '66 show with uh, me and my friend Artie Reynolds. Uh, we watch every Batman episode and talk about it. And you know, two guys that used to be on the Howard Stern show, Shuley and Bob Levy, they got a great show uh, on Channel Attitude called the BS Show. As soon as I am running at full bore. I'm going to, you know, start adding multiple, multiple shows to the platform. Yeah, I had uh, Shuli on the show last month. We talked about the BS show, among other things. Yeah, he's a, he's a great right dude, bro. He, he, he's funny as hell, too. Absolutely. Um, another one of your shows on Russo's brand that I want to shout out is the, uh, the Attitude Era Hour by Hour Recap. Love that show. I turned 18 in 1997. For me, the Attitude Era was the best period of television programming still to this day that I've seen as far as you know long long form i mean there's great shows and stuff but there's there was something about that era well, you know bro it's I, I swear that that's awesome bro because at that age bro that show was for you i, yeah. I mean there's no doubt about it everybody was watching that show but bro it was really that high school college crowd and so, yeah, bro, you were you were there at the right time, man, for sure. Well, I had uh, we were, we would watch Raw, and I would have the VCR hooked up with the, what you had to do back then to tape Nitro, and then watch Nitro after Raw, and we did you know every Monday night. It was great. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, I have a lot of fun doing that show, bro. And I, I'm breaking it down hour by hour, so I could really zoom in on the hour, and I could really concentrate on the hour. And uh, yeah, man, thus far, it's, it's been a lot of fun for me, man. Yeah, it's great behind the scenes, like, you know, and, and intricate, the intricacies of the workings of, of what was going on at the time. It's, it's really great. Um, obviously, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of interest in cannabis. Uh, what is your relationship with cannabis and what's it been like through your life? 
Bro, I got to be honest with you, man. I, I, I'll give you my history. Um, I was introduced to cannabis, never, never smoked it in high school at all. I was introduced to cannabis in college. And bro, the one thing that attracted me to it was, bro, I got to be honest with you. I'm not a guy that likes to get high. Because I always need to be in control. And when I get high or I get drunk, I'm not in control. But what I loved about cannabis was, bro, my entire life, I've always had trouble sleeping. And that's how I used it in college, bro. I would smoke and I would be out. And, bro, I got to tell you, man, in my early 20s, I was with a guy I worked with in, in New York City. And bro, he he bought some cannabis off of somebody in a park. Okay, bro. So we smoked the cannabis and bro, I don't know what was in it, but I felt like I was going out of my mind. It, it was definitely laced with something. I was probably about 22, 23 years old. Wow. At that point, bro, it scared the bejesus out of me to like ever smoke pot again. But what what I what I do now and it's great. I mean, here bro in Colorado, you got a dispensary on every corner. So I I am into edibles for the same reason, bro, I can't sleep at night. So usually bro about, you know, when I'm starting to, you know, feel a little tired or whatnot, I'll just pop in one of those edibles edibles and nine times out of 10, bro, I sleep through the night and it and it, and it's great. But I, I I don't, you know, bro, I just, I never liked the high feeling. Mm. I just, I like the mellow feeling. Yeah. Have you ever tried CBD or gotten into the CBD at all? Um, a, a little bit, bro, but I really didn't feel like it did much for me. Yeah. So it's that way for a lot of people. It's, it's more of a, um, <clears throat> definitely for people who don't want the high or, and, or, you know, need to pass a THC test at their job or, or whatever. Right. Uh, for a lot of people, it's difficult getting the dosing right. And you got to do it over a longer period of time. And even in that instance, or uh, it doesn't work for a lot of people. So uh, we're still learning a lot about it, you know, over the last few years, just, you know, 10 years ago, most nobody had heard of CBD and now it's absolutely everywhere. everywhere. Um, what are some of your, like your favorite edibles? Do you use like you have a variety, or you have like a go-to, like a cookie or a brownie or something? I I, I like to try various stuff. I like to try various stuff. I I I'm a big chocolate guy, bro. So yeah. like a lot of times I'll get it in the chocolate. But you know I've I've had the gummies and I've had the hard candy. Um, I I like I always I like to go in there, bro, and try the new stuff that they have, because it, it's weird, bro. It all affects me a little bit differently. So like I'm I'm always looking for the one thing that works for me the best. But I'm a big chocolate guy, bro, and that's that. I, I, bro, I, I tell you what, when you talk about uh, uh, you know, when you talk about that too, I like it in coffee. Willie Nelson came out with a coffee, bro, that just mellows the shit out of you as soon as you drink it, man. I love it. Um, and, uh, you know, they were selling that here for a while. I like drinking that stuff, but yeah, bro, I'm most, I'm mostly a chocolate guy. 
Awesome. So I don't want to <clears throat> keep you too long. Obviously, we can have you back on, you know, in the future. Yeah, def yeah definitely. But I want to come back on when I have a little bit more time. We could talk about everything that you want to talk about. I, ju I just have something else coming up, and that's why I want to make sure I got you in. But I will definitely, you got my word, man. I will definitely come on again and talk to you. That's no problem at all, Vince. Uh, where can people find you, like online and all that stuff, and Patreon and all that? Uh, well, I, uh, you know, I, I just send everybody pretty much to Russo'sBrand.com. If you go to Russo'sBrand.com, that'll send you to Patreon. That'll send you to Channel Attitude. I'm on Twitter a lot at the Vince Russo, and that's that's basically uh, that's basically where I have things going on. Let me ask you some, bro, because I think we got a couple minutes. Don't we? Yeah, we got a couple minutes. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I I have always, always, always loved. Uh, Shelly Martinez, always. Uh, I, I I literally call her my personal muse because I love I love the woman. I'm curious, bro. How did you guys? How did you guys form a relationship and hook up? Uh, we met on Twitter. We followed each other on Twitter for a long time, and uh, she would respond to stuff that I said. I respond to some stuff she says. So we're basically like Twitter friends. And then uh, I was looking for more people, different people to have on my show. So I had her on for an episode, and we talked for you know 40, 45 minutes. It was great. And um, but I always had this idea for a show with someone else, you know, like a female, someone I can interact with because my show is mostly solo and has been for for a long time. Right. Um, but I want someone else I can interact with and hopefully have chemistry with. So I pitched the idea to Shelly for uh, the show we used to do, Smoke Out, and she was down for it. She loved it. And from the first episode, we realized that we had a lot of chemistry. We were, you know, we worked great together. She has a great sense of humor and doesn't take anything too seriously, which is, you know. Some, how someone needs to be to work with me because, you know, I say a lot of crazy shit to try to get a laugh or, you know, a reaction out of somebody. And uh, it was great. You know, it got to a point where, you know, we were, I had a lot of other stuff going on. I had to do some extra stuff to make some money. And the money really wasn't coming from there that I wanted to, for yes. the effort that I needed to put into it because I, I would cut out clips and do all the producing. Oh, I totally understand. I totally stuff. get that, bro. Yeah. But, um, I love the show and I'm, I'm hoping to get back to it at some point. And it's, uh, Shelly's absolutely fantastic. I wish uh, she's the best. I she's the follow best. her and do the follow the stuff that she does as well. She does all kinds of, of content. Bro, let me ask you this. What I mean, did you I, I'm assuming now that's why I'm asking. Did you get into this like at a very early age? Like were you introduced to marijuana as a teenager? And it's just walk me through it, bro, because you, you've got such a dedication for and bro i i listen i love people that have I, I have i have problems with marks because to me you become a mark when you cross the line of obsession you yeah. know when you start becoming obsessed with something i really think you have issues but when you love something and you know you 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 know it is you represent it and it represents you and you're very passionate about it, but it's not life and death, you know, because there are more important things. How did you arrive at such a love for this? Well, when I was growing up, I, I was against weed. I thought it was stupid. I thought stupid people did it. Uh, I believed a lot of things I was told, you know, it causes lung cancer, kills your brain cells. One joint equals 20 cigarettes, all the other bullshit. Uh, about a month before my 18th birthday, I was bored, me and my best friend. And we got some and we smoked it. I didn't get high. I didn't wasn't impressed at all. We were bored again the next night, so we tried it again. I got high then. I thought, you know, well, this is something I can, you know, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Um, so I was smoking it when I was bored recreationally, you know, out with friends, whatever. But what I realized was 
in the mornings, I've, and I've had this since I was a kid, I have a really bad nervous stomach and a lot of anxiety. Six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning is just horrific. And weed took away my nausea. It took away my stomach pain. It calmed me down. And once I realized that, as I would use that to help myself in the mornings as much as I could, you know. And uh, after that, the Center of Jesus thing itself comes from a high conversation between me and this same friend who he died about 14 years ago. Well, no, God, it's been 17 years now. Holy crap. Um, we were talking and we were really high. And I had this idea for a movie, a naked gun style movie. I've written the screenplay for it. It's in a box. You know, I wrote it 20 years ago. It's 20 feet from me. A, a naked gun type of movie where it was Jesus telling stories from the Bible, but he was stoned throughout all of them. <laughs> and from there, it just evolved into us. Kind he, of, he, he was stoned throughout yeah. his stories in the Bible? Jesus is a big stoner. He goes through all the... I don't remember a lot about it. I remember certain bits like uh, the wise men were like three Italian gangsters. Yeah. Was, oh, my God. You ever seen awesome. the gun, you know, or airplane yeah. or something like that? It was in that yeah. vein. Yeah. And um, so I started using the character for like what we wanted to do was podcasting. But in 2001, it was impossible to get audio on the internet. To get two minutes audio on the internet, you needed five hours on your 56K modem or whatever. Right. But... um. It was a, that was at a point where I thought I could do voices and Stoner Jesus was going to be a voice on our radio show or whatever we were going to do. And then 9-11 happened and just a whole lot of shit went down in my life. And then in 2005, my friend died and I decided to revive the Stoner Jesus character. So I got on MySpace and started doing little shows. Uh, I found different uh, websites that would host audio much more easily than they did five years before. And uh, I just started doing the Stoner Jesus show as myself from my point of view just I just loved the character and the idea and the gimmick. And you know, I gave a psychic named St. Peter, I did the voice for and interacted with him and just all kinds of like, you know, retellings of Bible stories and you know, like behind the music type things and just all kinds yeah. of bits that would that would come out of it. And it's just at this point, so many uh tens of millions at this point of people have seen at least the name Stoner yeah. Jesus, and it just sticks with you even years later, if you've seen it once. You'll think years later, whatever happened to that Stoner Jesus guy? Or you see it again, you think, hey, I've seen that guy before. It's so unique, and I just, I've come to just identify it with so much. Uh, it's my my brand. That is awesome, bro. You, you know, my, my my friend Ben Hamin, he always, he always uses the phrase, commit to the bit, Absolutely. which is what you've done, and you've made a career and a brand and a living, and I think that's freaking awesome, bro. Yeah, I'm just some dope in my house making content <laughs> and here i am you know, when you say dope do you mean cool cool cat oh however you want to take it <laughs> i meant it and i'm just some goofy dude who yeah. you know doing what he loves to do and, and yeah. i grew up like, like you listening to uh, howard stern and and all that and just you know the heyday of all that and we had a show here too called the dump troll that i loved when i was a kid and that's always what I wanted to do. I wanted to be, if I had my, you know, I would be a morning radio host. Yeah, I'm the I'm, I'm you. Well, I'm in that same school, bro. That 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 that's what I wanted to do. That's it, man. I I I fell in love with radio, man. Yeah, and this uh, this technology has allowed me to do podcasting for a long time and live shows. And in 2017, we started doing video shows. Yeah, and it's just been it's been incredible. You know, a guy like me can can make a life uh, somewhat doing this and creating content for people. Yeah. Well, bro, you know, you, you and I have spoken before and I, you know, we'll continue to talk, bro. Cause I, I love, I, I said this to you, bro. I'd love to work with you. I, 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 lo I love 
I love creativity. I, I love characters. I love hard workers. I love original content. So there's a lot of reasons why, man, you know, you, you and I should do something together, bro. But, uh, yeah, man, you just, just keep on keeping on, bro. I love your show. I love what you're doing. Oh, I am. I'm grinding away here every day, Vince. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. All right. Thank you again, Vince, for coming on the show and being with us. And uh, everybody go check out Vince's stuff, RoosterBrand.com, ChannelAttitude.com. And uh, we'll have you back on real soon, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, man. There you go. My interview with Vince Russo. It was recorded earlier today. Go check out ChannelAttitude.com. A lot of cool shit on there, including the BS show, as we talked about. Talked about concept in the interview. Like I said, anytime anyone asks anyone ask me about the origins of Stoner Jesus, I'm more than happy to regale them with uh, how it all began. The famous origin story of Stoner Jesus. Now you know. Well, I've told the story before. Like I said, I'll you know, I'll tell the fucking story to drop of a hat. I don't care. First up, flower power packaging. Yes, flower power packaging. If you want dispensary packaging, personal packaging, storage, anything like that, or any kind of online head shop smoke supplies, like dab rigs and papers, and they do custom trays, and just all kinds of stuff. Just again, just like next Bardo, I could go on and on, but I won't. Rolling tips, rolling machines, grinders, glass bongs, water pipes, bubblers, carb caps, torches, bangers and nails, uh, concentrate dab tools, hand pipes, dugouts, lighters, air fresheners, just, and so much. Click the flower power packages banner at sternjesus.net, and you can have access to all that stuff. Tons and tons of fun. Free shipping on all orders over $250. Tons of fun. Tons of stuff. Uh, it doesn't quite rhyme, but it's, it's going to work with me, man. Do my best. No seeds. Is it legal where you are to grow? Do you need seeds for said growing? Coastal Mary. That's right. Click their banner at stonerjesus.net. Coastal Mary Seeds. 20% off. Use code STONERJESUS20. It's all one word. STONERJESUS and the number 20 all mashed together. Get 20% off at CoastalMary.com. Feminized seeds, CBD seeds, autoflowering seeds. If you need seeds from many different breeders, as we talk about every week, you see a lot of them right there. Clean the cool, like, clown-looking dude. They get. It seems like they get more all the time. More genetics, more strains. Go check them out. Make sure you use that promo code STONERJESUS20 to get 20% off at CoastalMary.com. Click that Coastal Mary banner on STONERJESUS.net. Yes. And uh, last but not least, Temptations.com. Every Wednesday, I do the High Noon Hemp Show at noon. Hence the name, the High Noon Hemp Show. I do with Beach, the owner of Temptations. There's four locations in Southwest Ohio. There's also online shopping. All of that stuff can be found on their website, temptations.com. Also, we're voting the City Beat poll for Best Green Sustainable Goods Store, uh, also Best Smoke Shop, CBT re Retailer, Friend to the Environment, and also right in the High Hemp Show for Best Podcast. It says 2012 winner, but it says, should say 2021. 
have to let Beach know about that. You can vote right there with the link. The City Beat poll, we also shop online right there. Toby Spa from Cincinnati, CBD Massages. And uh, again, the High Noon Hemp Show. It's on Facebook and YouTube, the podcast version. You can find all that. Hemptations.com. Click the Hemptations banner on stonerjesus.net. We're going to take one more toke and get the fuck up out of here. This has been a long week, and I'm tired, and it's my show, so if I want to end it, it just ends. It ends when I stop doing it. I hit the button right there. It says end broadcast. It's done. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Thanks, of course, for continuing to spread the word about stonerjesus.net. Retweet, like, shit on Twitter, all that stuff. And tell people about stonerjesus.net. Tell strangers on the street. Don't, you don't need any context. Just scream at them, sternjesus.net. <clears throat> They'll go check it out. Trust me. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. See you next week, Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Peace, bitches.